the Playhouse and That's Not Canon Productions acknowledge the Yuggera people, traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn and work. We also pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. You know, I heard our song on an Instagram ad the other day. Did you? Yeah, I'm like, who's who's stealing our song? And then I remembered it's a copyright free song oh. and that it's owned by the world. So Terrible. I was just a bit like, why do I know this? And I was like, oh. That makes sense. Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to the Playhouse. How are you, Brooke? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Very good, Brooke. Yes. That's so good to hear. Yes, that's so good to hear. You sound like we're on Catherine Kim. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, I hope she gets the reference. I was like, how are you, true? strange, different, unusual. It's, it's different, it's unusual. Would you like a throw for your couch? <laughs> Do you get it? I did not hear what you said. Oh, <laughs> Let's carry on then. That's okay. <laughs> so back to uni. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. <sighs> so much fun. Mum, well, you, you're nearly done. It's the final trimester. How do you feel? You've got one more trimester left. Oh, we're so close. So close. And I feel like knowing me, it'll get to like two years from now and be like, I miss studying. I should do another master's degree. It will, ha- it will happen, hit. yeah. But that's okay. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, today's a really fun day in general, but it's also a fun episode. It is a fun episode. I'm excited. Yay! (laughs) Tell us us a bit bit about our guest. Well, something I think is wonderful is that there is always something new, be it between professional, independent and community theatre, or even festivals and cabarets. There's always a hidden gem. I absolutely agree. There is always something to suit you. And we're talking about you, the roomie, not you, the Chelsea. (laughs) <laughs> but also you, the Chelsea, if you want a long night out with a musical or just keeping it short and sweet. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of short and sweet. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I'll see what you did there. <laughs> oh, just doing a little cheeky thing there. <laughs> uh, it's very clever, don't you agree? I agree. So this sh- what I'm talking about is the Short and Sweet Festival is returning for its 13th year. And in even better news, applications are open right now if you want to be a part of the bite-sized little, little theatre. But that's not even the best part, Chelsea. Oh, it's it's not. No, the oh. sweetest part. Huh, sweet. The oh. sweetest part <laughs> is that our special guest today is Josh Lyons, the festival director, aka absolute superstar of Short and Sweet, and he's going to bring this amazing festival to life alongside his team. Definitely. Now, Josh is an all-round creative genius from directing Short and Sweet to co-founding his own theatre company and still being an incredibly talented musician, writer and performer. I am so intrigued to hear all of his well-rounded advice from this crazy, crazy industry. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hop to it. Let's head right into it. First of all, Josh, welcome to the Playhouse. Hello, thank you for having me. How have you been? I've been really, really well and really, really busy. So you had your coffee. You're ready? (laughs) You up and ready? I did. Am I allowed to? I I don't know if there's like a good coffee shop around here, but it, it wasn't. Oh, oh no, that's okay. One. It was, it was, I did not find the good one. So, but that's okay. We don't have to expose them. It's all good. No, I think we should. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Um, no, it's fine. Maybe in another podcast. Yeah. Do you like an expose podcast? Coffee mm. reviews episode. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee. It would be a horrible. <laughs> yeah, be I would be like, I smelt it and it wasn't for me. 
Yeah. And that would be your review for every single episode. <laughs> just just like, one sentence. Yeah. Smelt a bit caramelly, but it still wasn't for me. <laughs> so Incredible. Sean Sweet Festival is back for 2021. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, first of all. Woohoo! Thank you so much. For those who don't know what the Short and Sweet Festival is, are you able to explain what it is about? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so Short and Sweet is a uh, festival that has been running in Queensland for about 13 years and is an international festival as well. So it originates from Sydney uh, and is in... Uh, I want to say at least kind of 10 cities around the world. And yeah, we're the Queensland branch of it. Um, it's a festival of short works. So uh, 10 minutes and under. And we kind of pride ourselves on being a platform for exploration. So the only rule that we have is that every work that we put on has to be at that 10 minute mark or under. Um, so we do, uh, we have a couple of different uh, kind of strands, ways that you can be involved in the festival. That's theatre is the main one. So that's, those are obviously a classic uh, theatre works. Uh, and then we also have cabaret, which we've had for about five or six years now. Um, and this year we're also introducing uh, Short and Sweet Alternative, which is a new strand of the festival that's designed on uh, designed to encapsulate everything that uh, people might want to perform uh, that doesn't strictly fall under those categories. Um, so things like circus w- performance, dance, comedy, like that kind of stuff uh, will all fall under that little banner. So that was not a very short explanation of the festival, but basically it's a <laughs> festival of short works, of 10-minute um, of shows, quick, sharp, fun, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Short and sweet statement. I like that. <laughs> Get it. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. so you are the festival director. Mm-hmm. What does that role entail? That's a great question. And one I ask myself every day as I continue <laughs> to deal with lots of problems. Um, I think that the festival director is kind of like the the job where the, the bucks kind of stops with me. Um, so uh, my job is to curate the experience of the festival to kind of decide on what it's going to feel like. And that includes like deciding which artists are involved, managing the application process, that kind of stuff, uh, as well as decide, like dealing, liaising with the venues, organising the specifics of that, and then ultimately kind of cre- then turning and curating that experience for the audience. So um, deciding which shows are going to go in which order, that kind of stuff, so that the audience gets the best. The other thing to it, though, is that as with a lot of like indie production stuff, there's a lot of, we're quite a small team, so there's a lot of jobs that aren't really allocated to anyone in the kind of traditional sense so uh and it's kind of my job to be the net that catches all that stuff as well so any of the stuff that isn't kind of covered is my job too which is why I have to ask myself that question a lot is I get something across my desk and I'm like is this my job it is now um does this have my name on it yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so that's pretty much it but it's cool yeah is it at times stressful being having that role as well because you've done it since 2019. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So we've had one really good year. Yes. Um, and one, <laughs> that's all we need to know. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's yeah, um, elephant in the room. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it is frequently quite a stressful job. Um, I'm someone who I really like that kind of pressure, that kind of stress. Um, I thrive really well under it. I think. But there are a lot of times where there's just like. And one of the things about like dealing with a lot of different problems is that sometimes, yeah, something comes across you and you're like, I don't know where to start dealing with this, but if I don't do it soon, it's not going to get done. So there's been a lot of uh, steep, steep learning curve, not just with this festival, but with all of like my producing work. Um, that's like, how do we solve the problem that's in front of us? And it's, yeah, takes a lot of skill sets and time and brain space. Definitely, um, yeah. And what was your involvement with the festival before you stepped up to festival director? 
Great question. Um, I'd been involved in a festival for a couple of years. I first kind of came across it in 2015 where I had some mates who were involved and I came along and saw it and I just had, uh, it was such a weird time, I think, like, when like I wasn't performing and I was like, I, I, was, I looked up and everyone was having so much fun on stage and they were having a really awesome time. There were so many varied works. Like it was super, super fun. And I was like, I just really want to be a part of that. So in 2016, um, my theatre company, Sharehouse Theatre, put together a show that I wrote and then uh, performed in with a couple of other magnificent artists. And we put that on. We got to the uh, gala finals of the festival, which I can talk about at another point. And then, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, turned that around into the following year where we did another show, um, which was called The Amazing Chickpea Brothers, which was about two brothers who make and distribute chickpeas, which was weird, but delightful. And then I also got to do uh, some accompanying for a cabaret that went on that year. Uh, and then in 2018, I wrote my own cabaret um, about a guy, a, ca- a true story, semi-true story, about a Californian man who uh, wanted to fly to space so that he could prove that the world was flat and he was like my muse for that um (laughs) that's that show um and yeah he'd made a couple of space journeys he sadly perished doing one of these journeys in 29 at the end of 2019 I think um so that was a bit of an interesting moment I think I was like I lived your life for a little while and (laughs) now you're that was a weird observation now you've got to follow in his footsteps and carry on the legacy Honestly, like, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> six or seven people tagged me in this article that was like, he passed away oh. trying to fly to space. And oh. I was like, do I have to finish it now? Do I have to, like, make it a full-length musical yeah. and try and put it on? I was like, if I have to, I will. But yeah. Medium and sweet next year? Yeah. Ooh, we'll Medium see. and <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Oh. It, it does have to be substantially longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, and then um, after that, they had an opening for the festival director and I applied and I kind of got the job. So, Yeah. It's pretty like heartwarming to yourself as well. Like, well, I went from performing these shows for this festival and now I am helping creatives to do that role. Like do yeah. performing in that. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it was it was really exciting and it was like so fascinating for me to then get to see all of the stuff behind the scenes that I hadn't seen up until this point. So I got to like find out a lot more about it and get you a know lot all more details. I know all of the <laughs> secrets. That's not even Ooh. true. I probably I would estimate I have like sixty four percent of the secrets. Like not that Ooh. there's lots of secrets. <laughs> just that I'm kind of just there like doing my thing and then yeah. every so often something will come up and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't realise. We'll roll with it. Like that's fine. But yeah. yeah. It's a very cool festival to be involved with, yeah. So with Short and Sweet, it does provide Mm -hmm. a platform for, like, young creatives as well Mm -hmm. to uh, um, have this, like, launch pad of presenting their talent and their um, work that they want to bring to the industry. Mm. Has there been any successful acts from Short and Sweet with their works? Yeah. We've had a couple of success stories. So um, one of uh, Sean, Sean's my boss, he's the executive producer, um, Sean Dennehy. Uh, his favourite is um, Dead Puppet Society um, worked with oh, us. Oh, wow. Were they with Short and Sweet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, very, very early on yeah. um, in their trajectory. But And obviously they're an international phenomenon now. We also have a lot of a lot of shows that come through our doors, have a lot of success on fringe markets. So um, we had the Foxy Morons a couple of years ago who are our winners. Boys Taste Better with Nutella was a show that came through us. That was Peter Wood and Caitlin Hill. Um, and they yeah, they did the entire Australian fringe market um, over the last couple of years. And they've really, wow. really launched that into a, like a full-length show that's incredible. I went down and saw them in Melbourne um, two years ago. And like they, they, they're just doing so, so well. So, yeah. And then it's, it's always a bit weird as well because like a lot of the things that come out of Short and Sweet are actually more about the artist connections. So it's kind of hard to track when you're like, oh, that artist worked with us and that artist worked with us and they were in the same, they must have worked together, like um, that kind of thing. But 
Yeah, so there's a few there's a few like stories of people kind of taking what they've brought to us and then kind of just absolutely running with it. Yeah. Which is amazing. Now, with um, applications are still open mm-hmm. when this podcast is released, is there any information or like advice you would like to give to the applicants that would like to apply for this and what the producers and like people like you yeah. are looking after for? Like, um, what are you yeah. after? What are we after? That's a great question. And it kind of takes me back. There was a, a period in the last festival where I had to read, I think, 110 scripts in three Ooh. days. And the first thing that I need people to know is that if your if your first minute isn't grabbing me, the the, the following nine won't either. And that sounds really harsh, um, but it's just one of those things where it's like if I'm not there in the first minute, then it's a slog to get through the rest of it. With that said, however, um, there's a lot of room I think with short and sweet. Like we we tend to be able to program roughly the amount of shows that we get applications for, uh, which is amazing. We'll just kind of shuffle some stuff around to make sure that everyone kind of gets the chance to bring what they're, what they're working for. And it's, it's often not the strongest application that does the best in the festival. So we really encourage people if they have ideas, if they have something they want to try, even if they're unsure about it, even if they um, kind of just like, just want to give something a crack maybe they even just have creatives and they don't even have a show yet like we encourage those people to apply because they're often the people that actually do the best when they get to the festival and they have the best time they meet the coolest people and they yeah kind of nail it which is which is kind of wild you you it's like i think it's the like diamonds formed under pressure kind of thing that yeah. like as if you if you are willing to put yourself out there then you're probably going to do pretty well in the festival so oh for sure yeah exciting to see all this now yeah mm. all the so, here. so other than the, the the friendships and the learning experience and the connections what else is up for grabs are there any prizes are there any yeah doobie-doobs? there are um, <laughs> doobie is up for grabs <laughs> the doobie we, get, are up for we grabs. do have an official sponsorship from doobie-doos um, <laughs> And they have provided us very generously. I'm kidding. That's it. In case it wasn't clear that this is a joke. Um, yeah. So we, um, I mentioned before the gala finals. Um, so uh, we we run them in in strands. So that'll be kind of ten to twelve works on each week. Um, and the uh, people's choice and the judges' choice of those two go to our gala finals, which will happen at the end of the festival in August. And they then perform on one night on the biggest stage that we have with all of the uh, other artists that have been super well-loved to the festival uh, in front of a huge audience. And they are then kind of, in a sense, competing for certain prizes. Um, so we have some, we have like uh, a variety of ways that people can win. That is if like we have a best performer prize, best writer or best um, work, best directing, that kind of stuff. Um, and we also have a best overall production, which is kind of the one. And that's what I know that that's what uh, Boys Taste Better with Nutella got. They then got a development uh, with Metro Arts, I believe, at the time. It does change around a little bit mm-hmm. to develop their – they got space, they got time, uh, they got support to develop their show into a bigger show, and that's what they then took around around the country. So that is the kind of, like, big prize is, is development opportunity, um, support from us, support from another venue partner to turn their show into something kind of bigger. But obviously we we prefer to focus on the fact that the connections that you make and the the experience of being involved in the festival and performing on some of these stages is like pretty incredible um, and really kind of worth the, worth the time. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. And connections is important as well, especially for the creative mm. industry. You Absolutely. need to have those connections in order to create amazing work. Yeah. yeah. And dividends. And dibidus, dibidus, which is what we're all here for all <laughs> yeah. after our dibidu day. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting as well. I think um, just to cut in there for a second, for me as someone, I actually like a lot of my 
kind of career so far has actually come through either the connections I made directly with Short and Sweet in the form of the role that I'm currently in or in the connections that I made with other artists who are involved in the festival. So I, yeah, when Sharehouse was like launching, um, a lot of the artists that we worked with were artists that we'd met through Short and Sweet that we'd kind of engaged with through that capacity. And then we were able to turn that into like a really strong foundation. So obviously like saying, you know, the real dubadoos are the friends we made along the way <laughs> is a little bit tacky, but there is a real value in that, I think, in this industry. And, and I owe a lot of my career growth to Short and Sweet and to the connections and to the people and to the place of it. So, yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. We'd be, like to be wholesome here, don't we? <laughs> yeah. They're wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Sharehouse, mm. you are the founder. Yes. You're the head honcho. There, that I, I can't let that pass, I'm sorry, just okay. because there are three of us. And Equal one of them, honchos. if they hear that, will be fine with it, and the yeah. other will murder me. One of you will hate me for this, and one of you won't. Yeah. And then that, I'm not going to say oh. which is which, um, but they know. <laughs> we love a mystery. Yeah, right? <laughs> At they, home, guys, yeah. send us a DM on Instagram if you can guess. No, don't. Yeah. No. no. Do that. Do I think that, that would be funny. They'll send me the DM, though, and it will be full of excuses. <laughs> that would um, be interesting. Yeah. So, um, Great dibbidoos. Yeah. Uh, Sharehouse is operated by myself, Brody Greenhalgh, and Emma Black. So we were all graduates of uh, the University of Southern Queensland in the year of our Lord 2014. Yeah, where we kind of like met and got together and made a little company to keep ourselves employed um, kind of post-uni. So they're both delightful people and I love them very much. And yeah. So tell me a bit more about the day-to-day of running a theatre company. For, yeah. for those who are listening who are like, oh, maybe one day I could do that with my friends. For sure. The day-to-day of running a theatre <laughs> company. This is a weird one because we haven't been super active. Obviously, COVID happened mm-hmm. and then our last we had a show scheduled or planned for then and we the last mm-hmm. show before that was at the start of 2019. So it's been a couple of years actually since we've been active in in the in the general sense i think the day-to-day of running a theater company like is a little bit one of those things where it is what you make of it and it's so easy i think for um young artists and and young people who want to producers and this kind of thing to get really bogged down in logistics and things like you know business names and and insurances and and bass statements and all that kind of stuff and kind of just lose sight of the reason that they're doing it in the first place so my kind of like suggestion of, of running that kind of thing is to actually just start Make sure you start and you continue with what you love and the, the reason that you're there to do it. And it's fine if that reason changes, if you realise that your favourite thing in the world is reading venue contracts, which is a little bit what happened to me, Ooh. then oh, well, you can get to that. But um, <laughs> then like you, that's okay to then focus on that side of things. But just like be there for the reasons that you want to be there because no one's going to like rally for you unless you're doing it for yourself. So you need to be happy to back yourself um, and to do that you need to keep the love alive you need to keep the fire there so awesome so Josh Sharehouse Theatre Company it is an independent theatre company correct Mm -hmm. that's correct what do you think makes it so important with independent theatre companies Mm. in the creative industry what makes it so vital yeah honestly it's kind of what keeps the industry alive all the way through not to get like I always do this thing where I kind of like I'm really interested in like politics and like that kind of side of things so I kind of and we can cut this little spiel in a second um if you want I don't mind um but like I I, I find it really interesting to like follow the root causes of, of, of issues um and I think one of the things that the um independent sector does is it is it feeds the wider industry it's a, it's kind of amazing to see how when the independent sector isn't being supportive, oh sorry, isn't being supported by um, by the wider industry, by the kind of government bodies, by all that kind of stuff, um, you can you can see the ripple effects of that, you know, five ten years later in 
your main stage in your kind of like larger companies. So it's kind of it kind of provides like a, a, a ground of trial and error that doesn't exist in other other ways. It, it allows people to cut their teeth to um, figure out who they are, who they want to be, um, and and hone those skills that you get like a fraction of in uni um, to figure out the kind of artist that they want to be. So that's the like the like big wider arts industry line. Um, I also think it's a super important thing to to like yeah like make those connections and to figure out where you exist as far as other people what your other skills are like a lot of people go into um go into uni because they want to be actors or they want to be writers or they want to be directors specifically but getting into like knowing you love theater and then finding out that you're an incredible producer because of the way your brain works is something that you kind of can't do until you've had a crack at producing which you aren't going to do until you are producing your own work because you need to do that to get it on a stage so like there's a real sense I think that that is so important is that we round out our skill sets that we figure out what we are good at and we work from there and we kind of like use it as a as a starting point is that is that a was that a good answer that that was an amazing answer yeah thank you that was fabulous yeah I think it's it's easier to overlook indie stuff because it's it's not as marketed as mm, a lot of the yeah, mainstream absolutely. stuff so it's important it's an important reminder yeah. for our roomies yeah. that's what we call listen because yeah. oh, like cool. the playhouse roomies you're welcome to st- I, I don't know if you're welcome to steal this obviously we were share house when we like mm-hmm. our, our theater mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. our thing was housemates um so we, wanted to, we wanted to make it like a like a real housemate thing um make so. it more comfortable as yeah, well. exactly. very cozy, and it was yeah. it was a really like weirdly beautiful metaphor. We came up with it. Oh my goodness, we came up with it in the grilled in Toowoomba because um, we were like, "What should we call our share house?" Uh, not our share house, sorry, our, our theater company. And we had this idea that we were going to like live in a house together and make art, and like it'd be like a commune, and we'd grow food in the backyard, and all these kind of like beautiful things. And then we were like, "Why don't we just call it?" share house and we made that decision and then it just kind of like stuck and the more we worked towards making a company the more we realized that it was exactly who we wanted to be you know we wanted to be there for young people we wanted to be there for um, people in that kind of transitioning point where they haven't yet found their permanent place they haven't yet found where they're going to be forever but they're, they're with us for a little while and we we help them out we support them we give them a roof over their head and then we send them on their way um so that was like what we were trying to do um and that's why we used housemates so roomies is also beautiful <laughs> thank you thank you it kind of says what it is really eh? yeah exactly the whole concept of it love that yeah. so with she house theater company has yeah. there been any favorite moments being part of the company, is there any favourite acts you've done or with Sharehouse or with Short and Sweet or with both? Sharehouse. We can do both, yeah. Both? Okay, cool. Um yeah, Sharehouse. We've had some great moments. My personal, personal favourite was in twenty seventeen. We did a production of Romeo and Juliet. And we actually did it in my backyard. Um, and um, the other thing that's relevant with this is that uh, Caitlin Hill, who I mentioned earlier, who did Boys Taste Better with Nutella, she played Juliet in this show, and we got her involved because we'd worked with her on Short and Sweet. So we were like, you're really amazing. And she was <laughs> yeah. like, you're really amazing. And we was like, that's very sweet. Uh, and then we, worked, <laughs> yeah. we worked together and we had an awesome time. But yeah, we did it in our backyard. Uh, and the moment that always sticks out to me is we were having like – for those of you who want to do shows in at your homes, there are sometimes like unforeseen complica- complications. And ours was that we had a neighbor who wasn't super happy with our show, despite the months and months of, of multiple kind of warnings and, and letter drops and stuff. Um, when it came to actually doing the show, they decided they weren't happy. So they grabbed out their big like radio, put it out the next to the fence. And oh they, no. Uh, yeah. And they blasted uh, hit 105 um, through the fence. So I can still like what? distinctly remember. And it was 2017. So Ed Sheeran's Shape of You um, oh, no. was the only song oh, on the radio. Oh no. 
played uh, played like during some of Juliet's like incredible monologues. <laughs> or like, that kind of Gallop thing. pace, ooh wah, yeah. ooh wah, ooh wah. <laughs> exactly, like literally, that was our life. Um, and the and so that was like such a fascinating thing to deal with. But then the beautiful moment happened when uh, it started to rain very lightly. It was a show in March, so that happened, and it was like a little bit of rain. Uh, and we had maybe like seventy or eighty audience members. We you know, obviously stopped the show a second for a second to make sure everyone was safe. Uh, and then all of the audience members stuck with us for the second act while the neighbour had to come out and pull their radio back inside oh. because they were afraid <laughs> of the water damage. Um, so it was just this really beautiful moment of, like, that sense of, like, perseverance and resilience that we were able to be like, we're here, you know? Um, and the disruptions will come and go, but we're here and, and as long as we're doing good work and our audience is with us, that's all that matters. So that was pro- that's probably like my my top kind of mem of of running a company. Awesome. I would say. So, Love that. Oh, art always wins. Yeah. Oh, that's so corny. We're cutting that out. I hate that so much. Keep it. I'm Keep not putting that on a shirt or on a pillow or on a <laughs> wall decal. Incoming new merch. Yeah. <laughs> no. Incredible. No. <gasps> yeah. Oh my goodness. And did you have a story as well from like a favorite moment from Short and Sweet? Yeah, I. This is a bit more like of an ephemeral moment, but it was one of the things about making the change from being involved as a uh, creative and then changing into being involved as a producer was we had to, like I obviously got to see a whole other side of of the festival. Um, And as I was like doing all this work in the lead up to the festival, so much had gone wrong. I was behind all these deadlines. So much had happened. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to keep it together I was like this is the a whole I was like the whole festival it's a bit of a moment and I this isn't speaking to the anything to do with the festival but like I had that moment and I've had it in most of the producing processes I've been in where I was like everything's broken can't be fixed that's it um like it's just gonna have to not happen and then we of course made it through that patch and then we got to the point where the shows went on for the first time and I got to sit in the audience and watch all of these people who had been working so hard alongside me working so hard um, to put on these shows. And I was suddenly, I was like, that's why we're doing it. You know, like that's why I'm here <laughs> is because these people have stories that they want to tell. They have, they, they, they want to make people laugh. They want to make people think like, and that's the reason they're here and they are the reason that I'm here. And it was just like a really important moment because it was so easy to just lose sight of that fact of the fact that everyone is there because they want to be there and they want to do a great job um so that was probably my my favorite moment was was the end of the or you know like kind of that midway point in the first show where i was like actually everything's gonna be all right and it's because of the artists weirdly enough but and you yeah yeah take the credit (laughs) okay thank you it was all me we could do that no that's a joke obviously i was was gonna say talking about credit you're Mm. also a fantastic musician as well and you you. co-wrote and performed in the show gary yeah alongside peter wood who we mentioned yeah a while ago as well yeah not peter a while wood ago. comes up a lot so peter if you're listening i love you also peter yeah if you want to have a little cheeky interview yeah. come with also yeah. peter one of my friend's dads has the same name as you so i just wanted to let you know <laughs> connections so connections how, how fun. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah peter and i did gary together i want to like jump in um just i'm so sorry i have so many like weird thoughts no, on things it. but i hope that's okay go for it i i got i got, I got little chills when when i saw in the email that you're going to refer to me as a fantastic musician um because oh. i 
I don't really think of myself that way. I'm a, I, I think of myself as much more like a versatile musician because mm-hmm. I play like a lot of instruments and some of them are really weird and stuff like that. And um, and it's one of those things just to bring back the like skills conversation yeah. of like figuring out what your skills are and, and rounding them out and, that, and stuff like that. Um, so it's really kind of it's really sweet for me to actually learn that I'm good at them. <laughs> but you are though. You are fantastic <laughs> though. <laughs> That's very nice of you. But yeah, so um, yeah, Gary, let's talk about it. Do you want to talk about Peter first or the show? What do you? What's your vibe? We'll talk about the creative process. <laughs> about the head, yeah. So, how, what made you think of creating a concept of Gary? Yeah. What was the idea of it? So, this is actually the point. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to talk about the like actual crux of the show. But basically, the 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 point of the show is that Gary is a a gaseous body that has taken human form to study and then um, talk to humans. That was Peter. That was all Peter. Then he came to me and he said, I want to do this. I want it to be a cabaret. I want it to have music and I would like you to be involved. And I was like, incredible. Um, And there's not that many times in my kind of creative process where I get to sit somewhere and get told what to do. Um, (laughs) So I was really kind of like stoked to have that opportunity. We workshopped all of the songs together. Um, Peter's already quite a talented musician as well. So he had like figured out all the chords and stuff and he just needed me to like fill it out and figure out where the rest of it was as far as the like creative process goes it was really interesting because peter and i are are very good friends we've been friends for a couple of years um we work together both in theater and in our day jobs like we see each other a lot we play D together like we're we're super super close um and so for us like kind of we had a relationship that started as professional became very personal and is now kind of a mixture of the two and it was really kind of fun and joyous for us to be able to just like sit around, play, try new things, um, and just kind of see what, what came. Um, so yeah, we were pretty, we were pretty happy with the end end result. There was definitely like, we definitely had the moment, same as I talked about before of like, everything's broken and it can't be fixed. But then we got on stage and everyone had an awesome time and, and we were super lucky. We got um, kind of recognised by by you guys at Playhouse for, for that year and Elodie raved about the show, which was incredible. Because yeah, we kind of weren't quite, sure it was just this weird idea that we had and then worked towards so yeah we love to see it yeah. definitely well we are we are actually on again we're doing that show again i want to say twice Ooh. Ooh. we're doing the um brisbane sci-fi festival again this year so Ooh, that yes. has been announced mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so that's on the first and third of april we'll be performing uh i want to say 7 30 and 6 p.m respectively but i don't really know yeah. um, we'll put it in the in the episode notes oh yeah. that's so handy um so yeah tickets are available for that already if anyone wants to come along and see gary this weird weird little beautiful show that peter absolutely shines in <laughs> and i do my best to keep up um <laughs> but yeah so we're doing that and then we also have another a performance opportunity slated for later in the year that is as yet unannounced um mm-hmm. so yeah so there'll be a couple of opportunities to see gary around this year oh so exciting Fantastic. Mm. we did have a fun game to play with you oh, cool. just to I kind of games. round out our episode yeah. so you may remember the iconic road trip game sweet or sour Mm-hmm. Where you like wave at a stranger and then if they yep. wave back, oh, sweet. And they don't wave back, oh, sour. So yep. the concept is I'm going to give you a thing. Mm-hmm. If you like it, it's sweet. If yep. you don't like it, it's sour. Okay. Do I have to explain or do I yes. just like... Yes. Oh, okay, up to, cool, up to you. More than welcome if to. You, if, you want, if you want to be like sour <laughs> okay. and I'm not telling you why, yeah. for it. Okay. So, Are any of these going to be really controversial opinions? No. I, okay, cool. Oh, that's there great. might be one. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But what if there's not one and we just like leave you hanging the whole time? Like, which one was it? Which was yeah. the controversial? Which, what did oh, I say? The last one, the last one, the last one we do mention though, I think it might be a bit controversial oh, okay. for everyone. 
because mm. even I have thoughts about it. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll share when we so get there. Let's, let's jump in. Let's so, do it. I'm ready. Number one, share houses. Not the theatre company, just share houses. Sweet or sour? Sweet. Oh, They're just, they're, they're nice places. Some of them suck, but like they're nice places and you can be with mates and have a good time. They're, they're sweet. Good answer. Number two, people who say science fiction rather than sci-fi. Sweet or sour? <sighs> sweet. Ooh, I don't have really? a. That's not a strong opinion, okay. but I, I, I think I say science fiction. I think for some reason, <laughs> I think, come back I, for it. some reason, I think science fiction and sci-fi are two different things. Is it? No, they're the no, same they're thing. The same. Yeah, I just the assume same. it's the two different things, though, just because the way it's said, though. I yeah, think, but fair. I wouldn't <laughs> like. This is weird. I wouldn't like people saying the Brisbane Science Fiction Theatre Festival because that's way too long. Lots so, of like, words. we say, I say sci-fi fest. Um, if someone's like Brisbane sci-fi fest. That's all fine, but like if you said all of those words, that's just that's just too much time. I got I got places to be. Like. <laughs> You're a busy man. Yeah, Again, exactly. keeping it short and sweet, straight to the top, everything like exactly. that. <laughs> For sure. All right. What's next? Number three, pranks. Sweet or sour? Sour. So sour. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. No, nah, I have a real thing about pranks. I just don't think. I just don't. I like. I, I don't know. I yep. I'm, I don't need to explain. We don't that. have to talk about it. It's okay. About yeah, I don't Fair. like them. Fair. Yeah. Number four. This is a bit of an elusive concept. The Tall and Spicy Theatre Festival. Sweet or sour? I think I'm sweet on that. Yay! <laughs> Just because yeah. I'm quite tall mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. spicy is one of the things I say most in the world. Ooh. So, like, I feel like if I made the Tall and Spicy festival it would be like a, a dig at myself a dig at short and sweet like it'd be just like a bit of a fun and silly thing i'm on i'm on board with tall and spicy whoever wants Woo-hoo. to do it yeah make pitch it, it to sean when you have your next meeting i will yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> i will i'm sure he'll be on board thanks yeah. for listening sean <laughs> good on you final one yep. this is the controversial one mm-hmm. do you want to say it Chelsea? because it's your one this is the one yep. where i re- it really determines everyone's friendship right now okay mm. sweet or sour jelly bellies sweet Okay, good. I, I agree. Love okay, good. You agree as well? Yeah. You all agree? Yeah. Zane, do you agree? Okay. Zane, hop on the mic. Zane, explain oh, your position. Okay, we can't be Zane's friends. Zane's our now. producer. We can't be friends. Bye, Zane. Don't. No one needs that many flavours of jelly bean. But it's interesting, right. though. <laughs> That's, I actually agree with you. The only one we need is Tutti Fruity, and I will I will fight that opinion to the death. Tutti Fruity is the best Jelly Belly flavour. I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with that. But every now and then, you just get a popcorn flavoured one, and it ruins whatever whatever comes before whatever came before and whatever comes after it. Uh, oh. Honestly, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a fart jelly bean soon, and just give yeah. it. to you like, hey Zane, have this. Yeah. Well, Cheers, like, I'm out. I love them, but I only ever have the same flavor. I always get the cotton candy flavor. Oh, because it was the first one I ever had, and I don't branch out with foods. Once I have something that I like, it I don't branch out. Fair enough. Sure. Creature of habit. I'm the same with like Subway. Everything I get the oh. same. Eat fresh. Yeah. Well. No. So I can. We, can we keep the cotton candy as well as tutti frutti? Um. I'll talk to the board. Yeah, we'll, okay, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll make a decision. Yeah. I'll inform you by mail in three to five business weeks. Thank um, you. I appreciate your consideration. No problem. <laughs> Thank you. So before you go, yes. where can people keep up with you? Yeah. Um, so we have uh, our Facebook is the best way to do that. Um, so Short and Sweet Queensland. Make sure you look at the Short and Sweet Queensland one because there is another one that's for the International Festival and they are nowhere near as cool as us. Um, mm-hmm. So Short and Sweet Queensland where you can find out about the applications, uh, which obviously close uh, at the end of this month on the 28th of Feb. 
Um, and that'll also have all the details about the um, shows as they come up when they start in June. Uh, we also have our Instagram, Short Sweet Queensland. Um, so feel free to take a look at that. Um, our festival manager, Molly, is like incredible at curating an Instagram feed. So I promise you it'll be like delightful and fun and, and kitschy. Um, so yeah, those are the best places to kind of keep keep on top of what we're doing. Also, if you did want to follow, you could follow um, Sharehouse Theatre Company as well. Uh, we haven't posted anything in a little while, but we like, Still get, like to keep in the loop, though. Yeah, we, yeah. absolutely. Um, Sharehouse Theatre Company, um, and then I believe the best way to find out about Gary is to follow Brisbane Sci-Fi Theatre Festival. So exciting! I, right on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. We've had no a hoot. Worries. Do you want me to do the final question? Oh yeah, you do. Wait, the final I was question. like, I was like, we have to do the final question. Yeah. Okay. So generally, with um, at the end of the interview with our guests, we normally give them a common question to mm-hmm. end it off with the interview. Mm-hmm. So Theatre House is the home of theatre, mm-hmm. and we would just like to know where do you call home? Because you've you've got Share House Theatre Company, you've got Short and Sweet. Where do you find home? Like or, my theatre home? Or it, like it can my... be up to you. It can be at your 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 home, your place of residence, or it yeah. could be at a theatre company. True. Do you feel? I think that my home is wherever my laptop is. Um, and if it's with me, then that's where it is. And if it's wherever it is, I don't, I, I don't know, like my, my, I want to be able to engage with the world, do the things I need to do. And that's what makes me feel at home. As far as my, my like theatre home though, like nothing really beats. Like uh, Brody and Emma, I, I talked about before, I've worked with them for years and years and years and nothing really beats um, us coming back together and talking about who we are and what we want to do and um, yeah, who we want to be and stuff like that. Like that, that was always a real kind of bench stone, bench stone, stone mark, stone benchmark, bench benchmark. Yeah, thank you so much. Good work, Zane. You're invited <laughs> back in um, after that controversial Jelly Belly comment from before. Um, we will not go yeah. there. That's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was always my like benchmark was like, we come back together, we figure out who we are, what we're doing. And it just always, it, it just always felt so comfortable and so joyous. So oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Mm. Love that. Well, thanks for being here. No worries. Thank you for having me. And all the best with upcoming festivals, including Short and Sweet, which is very exciting. And all the best with your creative future. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Alrighty. Just like what Josh said, applications for Short and Sweet Festival end on the February the 28th. Shoot your shot and chookers if you do apply and let us know how you go. Exactly. We're super excited to see you. Now, Chels, I have a playhouse pick that is totally out of this world. Wow. <laughs> it's time to grab your boarding pass and venture to the mothership because Brisbane Sci-Fi Theatre Festival is returning in April 2021. Ooh-wee-oo. And, and, yeah, Gary's going to be there. <gasps> That's right. Oh, by Gary, we mean, we, mean, we mean Josh and his friend Peter and also Gary the show, not the Gary. Gary the show. There's not just this guy, Gary. <laughs> oh, Gary's going to be, but if you are a Gary. Fine, Gary. <laughs> if you're a Gary and you're there, um, come and say hello to us. Tickets are on sale now and there's a kaleidoscope of theatrical entertainment for you to see. So rock it over to their website at oh. scifitheaterfest.com for all the deets. Oh, that's funny, Brooke. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> now... Now that you've ventured to the future, Brock, I'm going to throw it back to the old school for this next one. It's time to grab your Samboy chips. Samboy <laughs> chips? Samboys. I miss them. Samboy chips. That's been a while. That's a throwback. Oh, my goodness. It's time to grab your Samboy chips, Trolls dolls. Oh, my gosh. I love those. And your favourite Goosebump books. Oh, my gosh. I love Goosebumps too. 
Do you like goosebumps? They were too scary for me. I was a, I was a sookie la la as a child. Oh, I loved true. the, you know, the bites and they were like little nibbles, big yeah. chumps. Those <laughs> books, I loved them. Well, because Australia's most iconic puppet is back. He and he, oh my gosh, he is naughtier than ever. That's right. After 30 years in the business, Agro and Jamie Dunn are back together for Agro Uplate at Toowoomba's Empire Theatre. Hosted by Big, oh, oh my gosh, hosted by Big Brother's Ben from Brisbane. Do you know him? I haven't watched Big Brother since I was like a fetus. Oh, he's legendary! Oh my goodness! Ben, I'll get. I'll have a Google. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm, I'm more excited for my co-star Agro. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Of course, Agro. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but literally everyone. Oh my goodness! This is interesting. Interesting oh. combo of people. Literally. So yeah, this is only on for one night only on the 26th of February. So grab your tickets. Oh, name a more iconic duo though than Agro and Jamie Dunn. Oh, it's, oh, literally oh, us. That's a good answer. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. I'll accept that. Yes. That works for me. That's awesome. Now, rounding out our final Playhouse pick is a show you have to hurry to see. Yes, closing this Saturday. That's only five days, five days away? Six days, five. I'm not going to be a maths teacher. Five days away. Uh, <laughs> it's closing this Saturday. Don't miss the world premiere of Naked and Screaming ah! at La Boite Theatre Company. This new Australian family tragedy serves a savage script by the award-winning playwright Mark Rogers. It takes a searing look, a searing look, searing, ooh, searing look at the dynamics of parenthood and throws a dagger into the heart of relationships. More info is at laboite.com.au. If you've forgotten how to spell laboite, that's okay. We didn't. It's in the show notes. Literally, if you want to know more about it, everything's in the show notes. And if you want to um, look it up on our socials, it'll be at Playhouse Pod on Instagram. And on Facebook, it'll be Playhouse Podcast, the usual. Yes? That's our that's our social medias for now. We don't have a TikTok. <gasps> we uh, don't have a YouTube. Um, should we risk TikTok? <laughs> See, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know a lot about it. I just know that it's popping off. I did have a um, TikTok throughout COVID, like just throughout the peak of COVID, and I got so of it so i'm gonna Fair. do you a favor and say don't do it we're not gonna have a there's no if if someone's on tiktok and they say that they're playhouse podcast report them because it's probably not us yes. unless we've decided to make one and then maybe it is us for sure but we'll let you know you'll hear you'll hear from us if we do make one but as of right now we do not have one yes. and that's okay that's the that's the that's the goss <laughs> <laughs> I always say this, but what a fun episode. I feel like it's my catchphrase now. What a fun, <laughs> what a fun episode. <laughs> what a fun, fun episode. He's a fun guy. Lovely guest. <laughs> Indeed, I agree. Now, don't remember, if you want to be another fun guest, you can always shoot us an email. Yeah, it will be on the uh, theatrehouse.com um, website. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. Um, on the Playhouse tab as well, where you can apply if you want to be one of the guests, one of the fabulous guests on this episode. And then maybe you'll get to talk to the lovely Juliet. And yes. You could be her best friend and our best friend. <laughs> and it's going to be so be fun. A good family. That's good what vibes. it is. <laughs> good vibes only. <laughs> good vibes only. So if you don't have good vibes, don't hop on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and may also make JK, sure JK. You, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. Give us a review. Make sure you're up to date with all the episodes. Yes. We love a good binge too. Speaking of episodes. Yes. Next week, mm-hmm. we're going on a bit of a journey. A journey? But how are we going to travel there, do you reckon? Time travel. Oh, I was going to say a broomstick. Ah! A flying a flying broomstick or what do you call it? A magical, flying car. Or magical carpet. Or a train. Magical carpet. Or a train, yes. A flying train. I feel like I'm giving them <laughs> clues and then you're... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, no, a flying a train, a magical train that you can go through walls. So if that hasn't given away, we're going to be talking to someone who's made some magic across the ocean. Yes. Should we be more specific? 
Should we? Give a little bit of a hint. Go for it. Yeah? All right, here's a hint. Universal Studios in Japan. I really want to go there, hey. It looks so cool. <gasps> Can't wait till the borders open. Come on, borders. <laughs> We're everyone waiting. Get, everyone get well all around the world. We're waiting for you. But anyway, we love you all. We'll yeah, see thanks you. for joining us. We'll see you for the next episode. Bye. I miss you already. We miss you. Bye, Brooke. Bye, Charles. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to back on the dun, dun, dun. Oh, so let me do a clap. What happens when you put three of Brisbane's most talented musicians together to create a playlist? You get the new podcast, Shuffology. Join your three favorite Shuffologists on a journey through time, space, Shuffology, and playlist creation. Every Sunday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere where a podcast is available. Playlists are available on Spotify after the show. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.